Good Monday morning, everybody. It's Connor on the early show, the Hoopercast early show, the first ever commercial-free Hoopercast early show. Um, if you didn't catch that a week or so ago, I was saying how I'm not going to put ads on these anymore because I don't want to bombard you with advertisements for Anchor. Um, if you're going to start your own podcast, you you know where to do it, but I'm not going to put those ads on the front of these episodes anymore. Um, they're going to be in the breaks still for the movie hour because mostly because we do take a break anyways. Um, and I need something to put in those breaks and that is the only ad that I have right now. So, uh, there's going to be, it's going to still live in the movie hour. Sorry to skip through to hear the music. Um, but I won't put them on these anymore cause I can see how that'd be obnoxious. So full disclaimer there. Um, you're welcome. Uh, the weekend box office happened, <laughs> as it tends to happen. Uh, so we still have Joker sitting at number one, making another $55 million, uh, over the weekend. So that puts it uh, total, uh, ten, I guess, 10-day total? About 10-day total? Anyway, uh, $192 million. God, you got some bright headlines, dude. Jeez. Can't see shit. Um, it says here the on Box Office Mojo, it says the budget was fifty-five. So this the second weekend, they made the budget back. <laughs> Um, uh, you know, by itself. Uh, so that's good for them. Uh, really good for Warner Brothers. Uh, wasn't it Warner Brothers? It was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Warner Brothers. Good for Warner Brothers. Good for Joaquin Phoenix, Todd Phillips, the whole crew. Uh, good for them. So still haven't seen it. Uh, Dustin did see Joker. Um, I think we're going to try and talk about it soon on the show. Although, uh, on the movie hour, we're going to talk about El Camino. Uh, next, so uh, we either will mention Joker at the end of that, or um, or we'll do it another time. Um, Dustin, I know that the film festival, the Savannah Film Festival, Dustin's a part of that every year, so and that's going to kick off at the very end of October. So um, I'm not sure if we'll get a chance to talk about Joker before then. I think we will. Um, but I will not be able to see it in theaters. So, uh, but Dustin did see the film. So we're going to try and talk about that soon. Cause I, I do want to talk about it. I've got ideas to express about it, but I don't have any insight into the movie itself. So, um, yeah. Anyway, so Joker still number one, uh, good for them and good for Warner brothers. Uh, number two. So debuting at number two, um, is, uh, the Adams family, uh, from, uh, the hell is UAR? Is that Universal Animation? What does that mean? I don't know what that means. United Artists Releasing. Okay. Jeez. Anyway, uh, the Adams Family has an animated film um, voiced by a bunch of celebrities like Oscar Isaac, Charlie Theron, and Chloe Moretz. Made $30 million over the weekend. I'm sure the budget was way more. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, we'll, we'll get back to that. And then number three, Gemini Man, opening at $2.5 million. Um, the Will Smith film, where he is a clone of himself, hunting himself. Um, not, and look, I haven't seen the film, so I'm not judging the film at all. But, we've, we've seen that before. It's not a clone hunting himself. Um, it is a it is a hymn from a parallel universe. This was in two thousand one, I think, and it was called the one, and it starred Jet Li 
and it's a fucking great movie. <laughs> um, yeah, the whole premise of the one is that uh, there's like 123 parallel universes. They know this, and um, if you if you kill yourself, if you go to another parallel universe and you kill you in that universe, all the energy and power from that you is distributed throughout all the other yous in the universe. So you all get like a little bit stronger. And so this one evil Jet Li named Yulaw did that. And so then he he started doing that habitually. So he, um, he would go between parallel universes and kill himself and they, they say that if you kill all of the yous in the universe and you're the only one you become the one and you're like a god or something um, yeah so it's actually a pretty neat premise actually in terms for science fiction it's really you know good martial art the good action obviously um, yeah I love the one <laughs> um, and so Gemini Man just reminds me of, of wanting to see the one again um, I used to own it I think and then some motherfucker at the airport stole my DVDs um, but I, I, I would, uh, I would, I would like to watch the one again. I really hope they don't remake it, but it looks like they, but you know, again, the, the concept of, oh, you hunting you doubles, it's kind of played out. It's a really early two thousands idea. Whereas like th- these days we try to be a little bit more like a little bit more grounded with our, um, our doppelganger movies. Um, like the most recent example I can think of was, uh, was Moon, where you did have Sam Rockwell playing multiple clones of himself, but it wasn't like an action movie. It wasn't like a, a, a gimmick. You know, the scenes were still acted out just like you would act any sort of drama set. It was just him doing it multiple times. Um, you know, but the whole, like, obvious idea of, like, hunting yourself, you know, introspection, like, that's kind of played out, but from what I understand, the Gemini Man script is itself very old, and a relic of, of the early 2000s, or before, it's a very old script, uh, so it feels like an old premise that's gotten finally put to the screen, and the only thing really new about it is, groundbreaking de-aging technology which I hear is great but I heard the script is terrible but the the technical achievement is is good but you know that's the same for The Lion King you know I mean that doesn't mean the movie needed to exist I'm cool that's I'm glad it's here but you could I mean please um so anyway there's 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 Jim and I man um about the Adams family I'm just gonna go on a quick little anti-Halloween soapbox here um I'm 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 gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play my ignorant card here a little bit. Uh, so pardon me if if this is, but I, I'm, I'm not into Halloween films for the sake of Halloween films. And there's some of these films I feel like just get a pass because they're related to Halloween. And I, again, and now this, I'm not talking about this animated film, but I don't, I don't, I'm just, I wouldn't be surprised if it was nothing special. Um, but I, I tried to watch the Adams Family movies, the live action ones with like you know, Christopher Lee and all that. And, and, and they're terrible. (laughs) They're terrible. Um, 
I don't like the Adams family. I'm not impressed by the Adams family. I don't identify with any of the characters in the Adams family. And there's people out there who I love who, who who love it. But I feel like you love the idea of the Adams family, not really the Adams family films themselves. Like please explain to me how those um how those films resonate with you, other than they're related to Halloween and you like Halloween. Um so that's what I've got to say about that. Um I don't I don't know how many kids are going to go see an Adams Family animated film uh, these days. I don't. I mean, you yeah, you're introducing it to a new generation and everything, but like, it's a little bit, it's a little bit different these days, I guess. I think just there's less brand recognition. It's been too long. I mean, when, when was the Adams Family movie released before? I mean, wasn't it in the '90s? It was not later than the '90s. With Angelica Houston and. Christina Ricci and Christopher Lloyd. I said Christopher Lee. Christopher Lloyd. Um, no. Um, yeah, so there's that. Um, that's the week in box office. Um, also, another cool thing you can go check out today if you want to. Um, the trailer for Doolittle dropped. Um, they remade Dr. Doolittle. And this is Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, you know, next big vehicle, uh, especially after um, exiting Marvel. So I watched the trailer. So, you know, I, I actually really liked Dr. Do. I mean, I, it's it's a film from like the 70s, I think. Um, but I obviously got introduced to the concept through the Eddie Murphy um, movies. Is it multiple? I'm only, I, I've definitely seen the one. Anyway, um, but, you know, early 2000s, talking animals gimmick, you know, um, you know, lip flap animals sort of a thing. Um so there's that. Uh, so I, I don't know what the angle is this time. So I, I haven't seen, I don't know the source. I think I'm, I'm obviously, I believe Doolittle's a book. Um, so I don't know what the source material is. It's, I'm presuming this is closer because Eddie Murphy was just being, it was just an Eddie Murphy movie, but I liked it. Um, but I also just liked Eddie Murphy. Uh, so Downey, uh, it, it's weird. Um, so far, when you watch the trailer, it, it's it's a very like t- ten years ago. This movie would have been. This movie would have starred. Not even ten years ago. All right, let's let's just pretend Robert Downey Jr. didn't exist. Okay, uh, this is a role that Johnny Depp would have done. Uh, it's it's all over. It's uh, the trailer. You know this the goofiness of of. Um, some of the things that he does in here, there's just the imagery, like him putting on these goggles and like shoving his face into a fish tank. It's like, that just reminds me a whole lot of like just a Johnny Depp vehicle. Um, of course that was then, this is now. Um, but, uh, obviously I love Downey and I, I he, you know, um, uh, you know, I'd like, I'd like to see this movie, but this is obviously a lot more for, for kids. Um, you know, but, but this is, it's, I mean, I know that he, I think that he and his wife like developed this. So this is like the start of one of their many projects together that they're bringing to the screen. Um, and, uh, I think he's got an accent in it. It doesn't sound, cause I thought, oh, is this going to be just going to be like, you know, Sherlock with animals? Uh, it's not an English accent. At least I don't, it didn't sound like it. It didn't sound, it sounded kind of Scottish, but then it kind of sounded South African. I figured, well, maybe Dr. Doolittle's South African, um, which, you know, would be interesting to, uh, to explore, but I have no idea. You don't, when you get to watch the trailer, you have no concept of what the plot is. Um, you're just kind of watching the general wonder of like, this is what the film's going to look like. Here's what Doolittle looks like. Um, the animals are CG. Um, they got some celebrity voices. Um, 
Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what year it is. I have, um, you know, I'm, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know much. Uh, but it's a, it's a whimsical little trailer. Um, it's kind of, it's kind of neat. Um, it just comes down to if, do you want to, do you want to see this or not? So, uh, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence. Like I'm sure I'll enjoy it if I ever do get to seeing it, but I'm not like in a rush to see it. But, um, if there's anything that will get me to see the film, uh, you know, sooner than later, it, it is Downey. Um, he's incredibly watchable, very charismatic. I'm obviously a fan. Um, and, uh, it, it just looks, it looks like a lot of fun. Um, uh, I'd love to see, um, you know, say what you will about the role of Tony Stark, like, you know, in the Marvel films themselves, like popcorn, whatever, but that was actually pretty deep into character for him. Um, you know, to, 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 um, give that an arc over a decade. And there was, there was very serious thought given to that performance, especially as the movies went on. Um, so I, for a while I was like, oh, I wonder what the next like dramatic role he'll take on is. Now it's just like, it's going to be a while before I can sort of distance him from, from Stark. And so I think for a while he's going to be doing a lot of these kind of more broad roles like this. Um, you know, there might be a little bit of, obviously there's going to be some depth to them, but like, Again, say what you will, but like the portrayal of Tony Stark was a, at least for me, seemed like a very, not like a deep dive, but a very uh, intentional, um, subtle uh, character progression. Um, and the character became more and more morose and more and more anxious and tied up and future focused and, and, uh, and serious. And um, so for a while, it'd be nice to sort of like cleanse our palate of that character by seeing Downey in roles like this or like even like Sherlock but like you know um to to close out the Sherlock films and that's probably part of washing his image of those as well um but it helps to have movies like Doolittle and then Downey working behind the camera a bunch just to sort of wash our hands of that before because I'd like to see him get do some more dramatic roles I don't know who I'd want to see him play but it's going to be a while before you know we, we stop associating him with Stark but this is the this is the start of that, and uh, it's a very broad, uh, whimsical character, and so that's that's obviously a start. But you'll you'll see what I mean by the Johnny Depp connection when you watch the trailer for sure. Um, all right, well, the movie hour, I believe we're recording it tonight. We're going to talk about El Camino, maybe Joker, um, and uh, I'm excited for it. I'm just excited to get on Skype and talk to my friends. So uh, every week, that's that's the best part of doing the show is just catch up with my friends. So. Uh, enjoy that. Uh, I'll see y'all tomorrow. I'll probably still see you tomorrow, even if we do the hour tonight. So I'm loading up your week, uh, with some content. Uh, but mostly I'm just indulging myself. Um, all right. Well, that's it. Um, have a good Monday. Try not to let suck too much. Bye.